0: Hey, this is Chad, Spiritual Punk Rock Redneck, Episode 3. My guest this week was not able to phone it in due to a family emergency, uh, totally understandable. So hopefully I'll be able to get that recorded and out to you uh, later this week. Um, So for now, uh, we just have me, uh, Episode (coughs) 3. So, I guess what I really have on my mind um, is just I want to talk about how we deal with just our everyday bullshit because I know everybody has it. I do, you do. We all have to set an alarm, wake up, and, you know, brush our teeth and all this annoying stuff. It just seems to get in the way of whatever it is that we really want to do. And I mean, like, how do you turn just like a crappy morning into a better day and kind of like catch yourself in the moment when it happens? Like, picture just like waking up and then just stepping in something real nasty, whether it's like cat piss or like a baby diaper or maybe just stepped in a piece of pizza or something. I don't know. But like then your whole morning just gets off to a rough start and you're just already pissed off about everything. And then you're like, okay, so you have to say to yourself like, this isn't, I don't even want to bring this out into the world. Like you don't want to even leave because you don't want to, you don't want to put that on anybody else. Like nobody else in the world around you deserves uh, like the mood that you're in. Right. And so, and you don't even deserve it, you know, like you you gotta give yourself a break. And so, I mean, I think everybody's kind of got to find their own way, but I think it, what's helped me is just like, just to stop and observe yourself and maybe just observe the the actual emotions that you're feeling i don't know how else to explain it but like maybe take yourself as the third person you know like oh this is the grumpy chad how do we turn the grumpy chad into the happy chad i know that sounds fucking stupid (laughs) but uh but i've been able to do it recently not all the time obviously i mean nobody's perfect but and then i've had it interrupted as well uh that's for sure like i mean i've had a rough morning and then by the time i get to work i'm i'm just i'm ready to go and i'm happy and uh and i almost and i just want to share it with the people i'm around but to, to get there um I don't know. Maybe just for me, music helps. I mean, there's certain songs that, uh, that will, uh, it'll vibrate you in a certain way. Like just that one point in the song and to kind of have that as part of your, you know, just like your bag of tricks. Like, okay, I know I've got, you know, these few songs that if I'm in a real piss mood, that, they can definitely change your direction. Um, yeah, it sounds lame. I do yoga in the morning, not every morning, but like, I just, when, when it feels right, um, yeah, all the cliche bullshit actually works like (laughs) getting good sleep. Like I, like if you have kids, you do a whole bedtime routine with them so like if you're a grown up like why don't you have a bedtime routine um that can definitely help even if you do step in cat piss the next morning <laughs> uh anyway so there's got to be more to it than just listening to music huh uh Yeah, you know what? You got to reach out and that's something that's really been almost like a learned skill for me that I in that I have to like intentionally practice. Um just reaching out to friends uh and the right ones at the right time and the right ones with the for the the right bullshit, you know. And you should be able to tell it. If you can't tell, you got to ask the person if they have space for your bullshit first, you know? And, uh, I've definitely found that if I've been in a funk, maybe just the right person walks in at the right time. And if you just start telling them about how you actually feel like that, it just, it relieves a pressure valve for some reason. And then before you know it by the end of the conversation you're both smiling and i think that's what really matters because that's where everybody else wants to that's where you want to be you're not looking for happiness when you're already content and happy you're looking for it when you're stepping in cat piss and and so the question is is how do we How do we find it? How do we... (laughs) How do we find laughter and joy uh, with a wet sock? Um, And... uh, It's funny. It's even funnier when you do, though. Um, And more often than not, like the more it's practiced like lightening yourself, intentionally lightening yourself, letting other people's bullshit go. Like if you, if you are saying to yourself that another person must do something, say something or behave in another way in order to, for you to be happy, you're wrong. You're wrong. Like nobody else's, behavior should have any influence on your ability to maintain your happiness unless they're hurting you or taking your stuff. That's like the only, that's really it. If not, like, you don't have to have, you don't have to be around somebody who's trying to suck all your, the energy out of you. Um, yeah, you can you can find what you, you find whatever you want. It's so, I hate saying it like, because I have to say it to myself where, uh, you know, anytime I'm, uh, attracted to a shiny new material good or, you know, somebody else's behavior. Like I have to like stop and tell myself, like, you know, the only thing I need is within me. Right. And it's so, uh, I hate all the loving, light, freaking starseed, light-working bullshit. But the truth is, is if you want to be happy, and if you think you're smart, like that's what got me on this path is I thought I was smart and, but I wasn't happy. If you think you're so smart, then like, why aren't you happy? So then like, what's the how do we pursue happiness? And it's really just a practice. But in order to practice this, we still have to maintain our daily rhythms, which are just jammed full of bullshit that weighs us down. And, we have the moments of when when our feet are light and we're moving quick and our and you know our brain is firing and we're laughing and witty but it's not it's not always like that how do we it's it's only a it's only done through practice. That's what I've found. Like, there's no just like on and off switch. Um I watched uh Tony Robbins, what it was it was on Netflix a long time ago, several years ago, but it was like I'm not your guru or whatever. So I vaguely remember it. The only thing I really took from it was like, how do you make lasting change like really quickly? And It's, it's a, I don't think you, it's real hard to do anything overnight. It's hard to just turn around and say, you know, I'm just going to, you know, start throwing a kettlebell every single day and running, I'm going to run 20 miles a week. Like you can't just, it's so hard to just jump into that change and, and make like take old like habits that are maybe not even negative, negative for you, but then turn them into something more positive. Um, to try and do that overnight, it's, it's really hard to do. And so the littlest things at a time, yeah, and every time I try to do something big, I try to do a lot of push-ups every day. Um, repeatedly for a long time, we'll just say that. And like my shoulder just totally took a dive on me and was like, no, you can't do this. And then a few years ago I tried to go, uh, like on a, I just got a big running kick and, and I was trail running, but a lot, uh, a lot, like every day, sometimes twice a day. And, uh, <laughs> one, if not both my knees were just real angry about that. Like I, I can't like the, you know, um, I've tried to make the, the large change, but I seem to do it almost too extremely. And so I don't know, maybe that's what that was that was part of the problem, you know, trying to like jump, make a leap towards happiness instead of just like walking, you know, lightly on the path, uh trying to jump across the ravine. Instead I gotta take the path down around and pass the troll at the bridge, answer his questions three. Um And so I don't know what, uh, what anybody else, I don't, I don't really, I haven't really asked anybody else what they do, you know, like when you're pissed off, how do you make yourself happy or do you just like to be pissed off? Because I know I had that problem for a long time, um, where being pissed off had this like quality to it that, um that I craved and enjoyed and like I would keep myself in negative thought patterns in order to maintain a, a, a level of anger um, that made me feel almost righteous f- for the, you know, the reasons in which I was upset. And of course it was all because of other people's behaviors. You know, obviously the, the behaviors are the ones that you love the most are the ones that you feel need to change in order to make you happy um, and i don't I don't want anybody trying to change my behavior though and I don't want to change anybody else's and you know like as long as you're not hurting anybody or taking anybody's stuff, I don't care. I really don't. Um I don't hate anybody. Like I, I I I mean myself like uh like a lot of other people. I think we've all um done things that we've regretted. Um and now I've seen such a feedback in reality for like the positive and negative things that I do, um, either for myself or for other people, uh, I'm either punished or rewarded. And I just have found that the world is so full of negativity and, and so much other bullshit that. I don't need to contribute anymore. And uh maybe I am right now. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'm thinking too much into it. I hope I'm not. Um but I don't I'm not looking to upset anybody. I and I and when I do, because I do, I upset especially the people that I love the most. Um, I definitely feel really, you know, bad about it. Feel really guilty. I am enjoying this, though. I'm really enjoying, like the small practices is kind of what I was wanted to get back around to was instead of making those big leaps and changes in the day to day, but like the, like making small changes and, um, you don't, you don't even have to do them every day. Um, but just like when it feels right, like, I don't know, just, I just got to trust my gut. Like, You have to understand that there's multiple parts of you. And so, I mean, this helped me a long time ago when, I don't know, maybe I read it in a book or an amalgamation of things. But the, the idea is the saying is like, oh, God damn it. I can't stand myself. Sometimes I just can't stand myself. Well, when you say that, that's two entities. That's I and then myself. The I that can't stand the myself. And... uh, The way I thought of it when I first heard of it is slightly different than how I think of it now, but it still has the same effect in the myself being the mind, the mind-self. So your, your actual mind... But your mind is a a tool like your hand. It's not, you know, it's, you don't expect, you know, your hands to hear things or see things. You just want them to pick up and move stuff and type. And, uh, and you can't expect your mind to organize the entire world around you the way you want it to be like that's just you're asking too much of your mind and that's probably where the eye doesn't like it anymore and um and so seeing your your mind especially like i mean i don't know i don't know a grown adult that hasn't suffered some sort of trauma all right and so everybody has a broken mind. I mean, statistically like more than half of you are on psychotropic medication. Um, I've been on it myself. Uh, and so like our minds are broken, especially by what the rectangles are feeding us. And when I, you know what I mean by rectangles? Like, that includes me because I'm coming through your rectangle. Um, but uh, but our brains are being they're, they're being we're trying to use them. I think to do much more than what they're intended for almost. And so, like, if I can't trust my brain because I know it's broken and I've got all this shitty programming from, like, growing up, you know, where I did, the time I did. Like, everybody has their programming, like, whatever their parents told them to believe or, like, whatever they believe based on, you know, their experiences. I I genuinely believe that everybody is right based on their own perspective until they're, you know, given new evidence. And then they believe that they're wrong because they've been presented new evidence. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I'm not big on arguing because you guess what you're right. <laughs> um, and, uh, but that's fine. I guess that might be annoying to some people. So if you can't, Trust your mind all the time, you know, um, or go with and go with what the, the broken thoughts are fucking you up. You know, you can't go with that cause you've already, you, you realize it, right? You have to be conscious of it first. So you got to go with what your gut and your heart. These are like real things. They got, uh, the science out saying, You got all these connections going from your stomach to your heart, your heart and your brain. You're all connected everywhere. Uh, You don't believe me. Just look it up. (laughs) I know you won't Uh, because you don't have to because, you know, it's true, right? Like these are things that everybody has said forever, like follow your heart. But like you, you have to practice it, though. You, you genuinely have to consciously do it and practice it. So when you're faced with a decision, like, what is your genuine instinct? Like, what, not what your brain thinks, but like, what's your gut instinct? What's your initial instinct? It's right. And when you don't go with it, what do you say? Ah, I knew it. I knew that. Right? And now, like, it's so apparent. It's so apparent to everybody that if you, when you don't follow your heart, you don't follow your gut, you, you kick yourself for it. But it becomes so much easier and a lot more fun, which I think is is helpful in this practice of, uh, leading to happiness it is, is being, you know, like playful, uh, with, uh, how you're trusting your instincts. Um, and, but be honest with yourself and learn from your mistakes. Definitely. Um, They're almost my favorite. I feel like I learn more from, I learn way more from when I don't trust my gut and I go with like my, my brain or I don't know, some other addictive impulse or something like that, or a habit like, Oh, I usually do this. So this is what I'm going to just do again, even though my gut's telling me not to. Right. And then bam. You get your legs taken out from underneath you and you knew it, but you learn so much more, but you don't get to ride the wave that way. If you want to ride the wave, I've been on and off of it all the time. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm on it right now. i going to be honest. It's like you don't even know you're on the wave when you're on it. It's always when you're off it that you know that you're, that, uh, so maybe I am on a wave right now because it's, because it's when you're off that you don't, that you realize it. You realize that you're, you're not on the wave when you're, when you're paddling, I guess. Uh, so if you, if you want to stay on the wave, you have to trust your gut you have to you have to follow your heart so like that's the i think that's the i i guess the difference that i between the gut and the heart okay so the well okay let's go back let's jump back to the brain real quick so the brain is basically like memories and like the input from the surrounding environment right what you physically sense. Um, But I think that there's more to you that's sensing more than just, you know, your sight, your hearing, your smell, your touch, your taste. There's something else there. And uh, they don't teach it in school. Uh, there's There's a movie where... Bruce Willis is dead at the end Spoiler alert But that doesn't That's like a ninth sense man Because I think what I'm talking about Everybody has I haven't met a person yet That I've discussed just like Simple day to day Like feelings about people And environments That they don't agree with me upon you can walk into a room with ten people in it, and you know the one person there that doesn't like you. What? Why doesn't anybody talk about this? I don't. I don't understand. I guess that's why I'm here. Like I said, everybody I've brought this up to says, "Yeah." I feel the same way. Yeah. Oh man. And then tells me another crazy story. Um Yeah, we'll have some guests on. Hopefully we get to hear some more of these some crazy stories. But uh going from the mind down to your heart. Your heart is like is like your you're it's more like bigger picture right like what do you like what do you truly feel and want and love and care for like that's why all those big valentine's day words like go with that shape in the center of your chest like because it is it is so important But I hate to sound so, I don't know. I don't like to sound up in the clouds about this crap. I just want to bring it to the forefront. And so let's just move to the gut. This is where I actually, I I learned to follow this way before I learned to follow my heart. Um, because <laughs> probably a mistake I'll tell you this I, I i've been honing my gut instinct for quite some time now um and it's it's really fun and it's actually almost i use it majority like while driving now like trying to predict other traffic movements which seems like a complete waste of uh, this gut instinct that I've that I've like i don't know you know, built over time, I guess. Um, but I, um, I spent a lot of time in the woods and this is really where I would just trust my gut instinct. Like, should I go down the path to the left or the right? And then just, what does your gut tell you right there? And then go with it. And then just use these, use that gut instinct like as much as you can on just simple little decisions, little things like picking out your shirt in the morning. That's a perfect, oh, uh, that's a perfect example. So like when you, you know, especially like on a Saturday, that's even better. So like Saturday morning. So this Saturday, when you go to pick out your shirt in the morning, like go with your gut on like how you feel about the shirt. Um, and I think most people do. But be conscious of it, you know? Like, be conscious of the fact that, okay, what does my gut tell me on the shirt? It tells me this one. I'm going to do this one. And and be conscious of the fact that, like, you listened to your gut and then you followed its direction and then was satisfied with the result. And then do this with... Uh, like everything, like food, gosh, me saying it now, I'm like, I want to do it even more, especially with food. Food's a hard one though. You, I think you almost have to follow your heart more than you got with your food there because that's a, it seems to be a long-term thing for some people. Uh, I just have such a issue. I don't know. I'm just going to ADD and jump to food, but, uh, I don't know, food's not my vice, but I'll I'll say, like, is it just me, or is food getting really fucking boring right now? I am... I can go, like, you know that old saying where you, like, you can't go to the grocery store hungry. I can go to the grocery store hungry, and still nothing looks good to me anymore. Why don't we have fast food that's fucking good for you yet? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway... So how can, how else can, so I, I think I've laid out like a, a pretty good outline for like how to like hone the, the gut instinct, especially with wary people. And if you have a dog, man, that is an amazing, uh, and helpful thing because your dog will like, will reinforce your gut instinct for you. So it's almost like you have like a silent backup to what, to what you're kind of telling yourself, like your gut's telling me, my gut's telling my brain this, I'm going to follow it. And then your dog backs you up and then it's just, it's helpful in, in reaffirming. I'll say that. Um, But, yeah, creepy people, Uh, especially for women. I think that women have, uh, I don't know, the women I've known in my life have incredible gut instinct. Just, oh, man. Like, any dude, if you're a creeper, any dudes out there, if you're a creeper, guess what? Women fucking know you're a creeper. They know. So try not to be so creepy. (laughs) Just a tip. Uh, um, but, uh, besides that, I think I'm still working on honing the, the heart. That's a, that's a hard one. Um, a lot of times I'll lie when I'm cause I, cause I, I do, I intentionally like, I don't just talk about this shit. Um, I literally do this stuff i will sit on my couch and like put my hands over my heart on my chest and like focus on my heart space and like think about things that make me happy and uh the things that uh that i want to experience you know and i think that helps it really does like putting your actual attention, your focus on specific points in your body is, let's try this, put all of your attention into your, the point of your right index finger, I can feel it already, so, like, if you put all of your attention right into the point of your index finger, it's like you can, you can feel the energy there. You can feel that you have just put, like, the battery-powered energy in your body into that point on your finger. Oh, it's, for me, I don't know about you, but for me, it's tingling right now, right at the tip. Now I want to put all of it into my entire right hand. So I'm just going to move it from the point of my index finger to, like, all of my right hand. So all of my attention is in just my right hand. And my whole right hand is fucking tingling, okay? I don't... I'm just a regular dude, okay? I don't... I don't know what to tell you, but... Then you can move that. Okay, let's go the whole right arm. Yep, that's easy. Whole right arm, bring it over. Let's do the left. Ooh, that's actually kind of a hard transition. Okay, both arms. And then you can just bring that focus into your whole body and then bring it into your heart space. Yeah. Just put it right there. Put it right. Put that attention right in your heart. I think that that can help. Back to what I was talking about in the morning. Like if you got a wet sock, put all your focus into your pointer finger till it starts fucking tingling. Because you're not thinking about anything else at that point. I don't know. I think I'm gonna try it next time. You know, it helps me with road rage. (laughs) This is actually, and I heard this from, I want to say Duncan Trussell. If you don't know him, you can look him up. I think he's a comedian. Um, Yeah, he did uh, Midnight Gospel, which is a psychedelic cartoon on Netflix. Uh, But uh, he... I, I think he had cancer or something. He would, was coming home from chemo and uh, somebody was like riding his ass and then they like he cut somebody off or something, some that effect. And somebody like road raged and flipped him the bird, you know, and he'd like just got done doing chemo. And I'm like, oh man, that sucks. And he's like, yeah, so next time you road rage me, that person has chemo. And that's not kind of what I, I kind of took that, but I spent it my own way. So like, um, Maybe that guy that's going real or that lady that's going really slow in front of you is taking their dog to the vet to have it put down. It's the last car ride they're going to have with their dog. And so they just wanted to make it as long as they possibly could. They didn't know they were going to be in your fucking way. So. I've taken that. And I've used that a lot and, and it makes me laugh and it slows me down too, especially cause I'm not always in a hurry. And sometimes I'm the guy going slow and somebody else is behind me going, what's this asshole dude driving his dog to the vet. So they haven't put down. No, I'm just driving slow cause I'm not in a hurry today. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've spun that too. I, um, I do another thing that has really lightened uh, a large burden off of my mental space and and back, and that's when um, when somebody doesn't respond to your text or your to your phone call, right? Um, especially like maybe if it's impress if, if it's a pressing matter or like you've called them like four times and left them seven messages. I know the math doesn't add up. But uh, I don't make any judgments anymore, because back to the thing, like, I don't know what I don't know what's going on in your world right now, obviously, because I can't get a hold of you. So I'm not. Why am I going to get upset? I used to do that. What the fuck is this motherfucker? Answer my call especially when it's somebody that like when you hang out with them, they're looking at their phone all the time. Like, like every time I see you, you're just staring at your phone. And then when I call you, you don't answer. That doesn't make any sense, but I can't, you can't get upset about that. Like that's been a big load off my back. I think for uh, probably over a year or so now I've been, just telling myself that no i don't i don't know i'm not going to pass judgment if you haven't uh, realized by the the title punk rock in the title that i'm i'm pretty no i'm, I'm like 100% anti-authoritarian like i just i see everybody as I see everybody is equal and therefore nobody has the right to tell anybody else what the fuck to do. Um, (laughs) and so I have a hard time being told what to do. And so, uh, and it's gotten me in trouble. We'll say that it's gotten me in trouble, but, uh, look, look, this is a a situation where I was having a morning driving into work and I'd, uh, was on a, and this, the one highway I take to work, it's, it's not an interstate. And in Wisconsin, the interstates are 70 miles an hour. Um, and, but this is a highway that's also 70 miles an hour, but it's not an interstate. Right. But then there, then I was driving to work, and I saw that a uh, a small-town cop had a guy pulled over on the side of that 70-mile-an-hour highway, like, you know, on a Monday morning on the way to work. And this just freaking lights me up, because I'm thinking, okay, one... People are just on their way to work, and they're on a highway that's not really that busy. I know there's rules, but I don't like rules to begin with. So this is going to be my perspective and point of view. It'll come around to me being more reasonable in the end, you'll see. So, I, I mean, I literally did nothing about this, but I'd worked myself up over it. I, uh, I was thinking, okay, like I said, you pull this poor guy over on his way to work and, uh, and you're just trying to steal money from him and you're a small town cop on this fast highway, taking advantage of the fact that the highway passes past your town, um, and extracting money from these people that aren't even part of your community they're just passing by your community on the highway and i'm thinking man this should only be patrolled by county sheriffs and highway patrol like why is this guy even out here and i'm like in like all these like solutions Oh, maybe I should make a phone call and complain. Why are you trolling? You know, this is obviously ridiculous, but I'm angry. And then the old, like, you don't know. You don't know. That guy pulled over on the side of the road could have done some awful shit to people, right? And that cop could have been Saving the day. And I should be thanking him. Sending him donuts. I'm probably right with my pers- first presumption. I'm probably right with the, with the cop just picking off people on their way to work. And trying to extract money from people. But I don't know. And therefore, I have no reason... To get upset over it. And so, I mean, honestly, like, I did get upset for a little bit, but and I had to, like, work myself, like, through this process. Um, play these stupid fucking games with my head so I don't get mad at the environment around me. Again, I mean, I can bring it back to my what I said before, like, oh, the cop's behavior shouldn't affect my happiness. You know, he's not affecting me. But I just, you know, I I have that. I don't know how to lose that. You know, I grew up grew up skateboarding. They um, still skateboard, and uh, almost forty. And man, this year I am real excited about shredding. But, I mean, I think, like, I don't know, even, like, the second or third skateboard I had had, like, a... I I guess I would call it, like, a derogatory cop cartoon (laughs) is what I would call it. I can't even remember what it was, really. I just know it was, like, a fat big cop eating donuts or some nonsense like that. But, I mean, and then, like, the... uh, The uh, the rivalry, I mean, is it's pretty it's it's legendary. I mean, it's obviously not as as bad as as some communities in America, obviously, because you don't hear about cops killing skateboarders. Um, but it's. It's funny how like it was always us against them. And uh You know what this is so awesome that I mean I'm even thinking of this is cause I have I have a really close friend who is uh who is a cop been, who's been who who's been I'm not sure if he's sheriff or not. He's probably been a sheriff and a cop. I don't know. He's been doing it for a long time. Another state. I'm not even going to give you a state. But I served with him, and he is a legit upstanding dude. Like, I would hope that, like, if. Like, I just know him. Like, if I got pulled over by him, he wouldn't. He's not going to bullshit me. He's not going to try and trick me into saying or doing something or like, he's just going to handle the situation straight up. Like, and so it's, there's a, there's a clash in my mind. I have to do these mental gymnastics in, I don't know. In order to maintain my sanity, I guess, where I think about my friend and I'm like, man, maybe if every, if every, you know, like if every law enforcement officer could be more like this guy, then I, you know, probably wouldn't have to worry so much. I just don't like, I got, I man. I don't like being babysat and like to have like, like babysitters on the street for my so-called safety just makes me want to puke. Uh, I just, I don't get it. Every one of our freedoms has been taken away and for our safety. And we're all safe now, locked up at home. Uh, so, how do we move past it? how do we uh find that light especially like um, i'm i'm serious i got two rules i got two rules don't hurt people don't take their stuff I mean, you can really just boil it all down to that And I didn't even come up with those. That shit's been around for a long time. And I don't want somebody with the authority to hurt me. I don't want that. I don't want that for anybody. It's not right. It's not right that we're just putting people in cages and shit. At all. Like, there's no, people aren't good and bad. People are happy and miserable. So I guess if you want to stay out of a cage you got to stay happy. But what if you're in a miserable environment? What if you're already in a cage? Read this. Uh, I actually gave this book. I think I just gave a book to my friend. Uh, it was uh, Eckhart Tolle's Power of Now. It's a little up there in the the love and light realm. Funny little guy, though. But uh, I think it, it it helps sometimes. The uh, just like. When you get lost in your head because you're thinking about the bullshit. Somebody texted me that. I got to go and go do this now. Oh, my car just fuel pump. (laughs) You know, I don't know. (laughs) But like what that's in your head. That's an illusion in your mind what's happening like right now in this moment i'm just sitting in a chair you know i'm just going to work i'm just taking a shower how about that one just taking a shower why am i why am i so lost in my head right now it's hard to quiet the mind it's real fucking hard (laughs) every i don't i I don't like using absolutes but like we we all have we have a voice it's funny because that voice uh i know i'd spent some time in in uh in england and that voice will will change and have an english accent when i'm in england for for like less than 24 hours and then the voice in my head is already has an english accent but my voice that comes out of my mouth is still the same you know but uh that's funny like how that that voice in your head but i know that i'm not that voice I'm not that voice in my head. Because that voice in your head says a bunch of fucked up shit. It changes. its. It'll say one thing and then be like, oh, no, no, no. This, this, this. Oh, no, you don't know this. It just changes its mind. It uh, likes one thing one second and dislikes it the next and then likes it again. And uh, it's not you. That's not you. Um, But it is interesting to watch because you're not the voice in your head you're the one that's listening and and it's funny to think that like that you're separate from it <laughs> i mean it's definitely a part of you but it's not but it's like like your hand again like it's a part of you but it's it's separate Right. And, um, <laughs> oh, it's hard to quiet it. And so I know, uh, a lot of people talk about meditation and, you know, sitting all cross legged with your fingers funny and whatnot. I don't know if that I don't know if the whole like uh making circles with your fingers thing actually does anything. Um I feel like the cross-legged seated kind of like helps with your posture and straighten your back and allow, you know, your breath and that to work all good. It's a comfortable way to sit. Um but I don't think it's what's important. What's important is To think of your mind and all the shit that's running through it as like your email box. And your email box, you see, you go and you click the little envelope and you open it up and it has 427 unread messages. And you just need to sit the fuck down and go through all of them. And reply to the ones that need to be replied to. And delete the ones that need. And not just delete the ones that need to be deleted. But you need to go into all those bullshit emails and unsubscribe from all of them. Okay? That's what you got to do. And that's what meditating is. And, like, it takes, it takes a few months. I swear to God. Like, it took me probably, I hope I'm not deterring anyone when I say this but it struck me probably and I have a very active mind two years of like not really trying trying to meditate but once in a while trying to sit down and breathe before I could like make it through an entire like inhale and exhale without thinking a thought Um, and I would always like guilt myself for not being able to bre- make one cycle of breath without thinking a thought and because it always be interrupted with did I just think oh I thought oh, I thought oh I'm not thinking about my breath because I'm thinking about thinking <laughs> and uh, and all it takes is just no judgment you can't judge yourself because it's It's like I was saying before, like the gut instinct, like it's just practice. So you're just practicing on focusing on your breath. And this is where it starts because I have been doing it for a while. I don't really focus on my breath very much. It depends on the meditation, but I do multiple types of meditation now. Um, but uh no either way, like just the simple like getting into it is just focusing on your breath, and then and then just set aside fifteen minutes and say, "I'm just gonna sit in a quiet room and focus on my breath, and then, when you think a thought, just go, "Oh, that's a thought," and let it go." And then go back to your breath with no judgment, with no judgment that you thought like you just have to go. Oh, that's a thought. Personally, I like to go in through the nose, out through the mouth. Um, the old, uh, there's the old in, in with the good out with the bad. I don't know. Um, but, uh, there's other meditations that you know like yeah there's all kinds of weird stuff holding one nostril closed and i don't know but i'm not a i'm not a guru or a yogi or anything like that i'm just i'm just describing what i do and what has helped or worked for me sometimes because obviously i ain't done yet i'll tell you that um So I, uh, I don't know if you hear the cats meowing at me. That's Leonidas. Yeah. Hi Leo. He's like 15 and he weighs like 25 pounds anyway. Uh, so that's what I'm going to wrap that up. I hope that you try and meditate once. I'll tell you that, uh, You kinda have to set the attention in the morning, like, okay, I'm not gonna drink tonight. Instead, I'm going to honestly just feel all my bullshit. I'm gonna not turn on my screens. I'm not gonna scroll on my phone. I'm gonna take a shower, put on my comfy pants, I'm gonna sit in a quiet room by myself. I'm just going to fucking breathe and live and everybody else in the rest of the world can fuck off. And I think if you give yourself that, cause you deserve it. Like you deserve it. You like, once you start giving yourself that you have so much more to give the rest of the world, it starts with you. Like it starts with, you can't take care of the ones you love unless you take care of yourself first. That's why my dad's dead. He worried about everybody else except for himself. You know, and I love him. Transcends space and time. But, uh... But I definitely realized that the more I, like... Spend that little extra time just genuinely taking care of me. You know, cleaning up the mess in the morning. Focus on your finger. I don't know. Put on some music. Do some yoga. Hit a punching bag. I got a buddy coming on soon. We're going to talk about archery and like the Zen and spirituality of that. Um, so (laughs) what is a happy Gilmore find your happy place, right? You know, and, uh, and I think, uh, I think we'll be all right. If not, we're all a work in progress.